Hello, beautiful people. What the frick is up? Shout out to all the new wrestlers we got on the squad. Hello. Welcome, you guys. We have some brand new faces here, a few hundred new faces after one of my Instagram reels went viral, I guess, for me. It had way more engagement than I've ever gotten on content ever, and it brought in some new people onto the squad. So what the frig is up, guys? I'm so happy you guys are here. The reel that I posted was on the topic of relationships. So in line with the last episode that I posted, which was relationship don'ts, things that you should not do if you want a healthy attachment and healthy love. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out so you have some context for what we're going to talk about today. I thought because of the engagement that I got on that reel and the comments that I was getting, which were like, okay, how do I move on from this breakup? Like you're telling me it's time to put this relationship in the past, but how do I actually move on? Well, I'm so glad you asked guys because I'm a freaking expert when it comes to healing from a breakup. Since we don't know each other, let me give you a little background on me. My name is M. Led, and I am the host of this podcast. We launched this podcast back in August of 2023. And I launched it after going through a really deep healing journey that started when I left my long-term relationship. So I had been in a relationship for about six years. We were really solid for like the first three years of our relationship. And then the last three were just pretty off and on. And we were both dealing with our own demons that we hadn't healed from. And basically our relationship just got to a place where it wasn't serving either of us anymore. And it was just time for us to move on. But Letting go was incredibly hard, as you can tell from the three years of being off and on. And so I finally left that relationship for good about a year ago. I immediately got into therapy and was in therapy for 10 months out of the last year. And I have learned a lot about myself and healed a lot in this time. And that is why I started this podcast to share everything that I've learned throughout this healing journey with you guys, because the shit that we learn in life should not be kept to ourselves. We should share it with everyone around us because we don't gatekeep information. I healed and I want other people to heal. So let's talk about how to actually heal from a breakup, you guys. I have so much to share with you today. And a lot of these are going to be very logical steps, okay? And I know that they're very logical steps and they are a lot easier said than done. But if you can be consistent with them, if you can hold yourself and commit to taking these steps, I promise you this is how you are actually going to heal and detach from someone and actually let the relationship die to leave it in the past, to appreciate it for what it was and what you learned and enjoy the good moments while you had them, but really accept the fact that that relationship belongs in the past. If you are recently single, if you're going through a really tough breakup, if you were the one who left or the one who got dumped, either way, you guys are in the right place. No matter what your relationship looked like or didn't look like or what the breakup has looked like, I think everybody can relate and benefit to the shit that I'm going to tell you in this episode. So buckle the frick up, baby. Put your listening ears on, put your thinking cap on, and let's dive into it. I basically have six steps that I have outlined, and I'm going to read those six steps to you right now, and then we'll go back and dive really deep into each of the six steps. So number one, be 100% sure that you're ready to leave the relationship. Two, 
go completely no contact, cut off the line of communication with them. Number three, fill the void in a healthy way. Number four, stay busy, but also let yourself feel your emotions. Number five, set boundaries with dating apps, sex, and seeking validation. And finally, number six, know when you're actually ready to get back out there. All right, you guys, let's get into it. Number one, be 100% sure it's in your best interest to move on. Be 100% sure that you're actually ready to leave the relationship. You might be sitting over there thinking like, duh, and led, like, duh, I'm ready to leave the relationship or they left me and I have to accept it. Okay, yeah, whatever. It might sound obvious, but I think for some of us, if we're being really genuinely honest with ourselves, you can't flip a switch, dude. If you were absolutely in love with someone, head over heels in love, you built a future, planned a future with them, and that suddenly ripped away from you, it takes time to accept that the relationship is over. And you can't really start these steps that I'm going to tell you until you have fully accepted that it's over. For me, when we did the off and on shit for like two or three years, I don't think I ever fully accepted that the relationship needed to be over and I actually needed to move on until I finally left a year ago. So I, I basically got to rock bottom. Like I looked in the mirror, I didn't recognize myself and I was struggling so much with my personal demons and my relationship was another thing that was weighing me down and not helping me be the best, best version of myself. And so I knew I had no other choice but to leave, even though I loved this person immensely, even though we were deeply attached, I knew they weren't good for me. I knew that the relationship was not helping me reach my goals. It wasn't helping me be true to myself. I was living so inauthentically. I was people pleasing the shit out of everybody. I wasn't being true to my real desires. I was robbing myself of authentic joy and living authentically. And so that's how I knew I had to make this decision or I would lose myself maybe forever. I truly believe that that was a crucial choice that I had to make to be where I am now. If someone has broken up with you and it wasn't your choice to leave, I think it's very natural to want to fight for the relationship, to try to get back together with them, to try to convince them to give it another shot. I think that you will have to reach a point of acceptance where you look at the hard facts and you're like, okay, this person doesn't want me. They've treated me like an option. They've decided that I'm not their person. They've decided that this isn't going to work. They aren't making the same effort that I'm making. They don't believe in this relationship. And when you collect facts like that, eventually you're going to have to choose yourself, babe. You can't be the only person to fight for a relationship. It takes two of you, okay? And if that person has decided to walk away, you have to make the decision to be okay with that at some point, or you're going to be chasing someone for the rest of your life, okay? And the one thing that I can tell you, the one piece of advice, well, a lot of pieces of advice, but a really good piece of advice is we attract, we do not chase. Do not chase somebody who doesn't want you. If somebody has left you, if they have told you that you're not good enough for them or that they don't want the relationship, obviously that's going to hurt. Obviously feel your emotions. I'm not saying be numb. I'm not saying ignore the fact that that hurts like hell. I'm not downplaying how incredibly difficult that is to hear. But also back yourself, babe. Do not chase someone who does not freaking want you, okay? So whether you have left the relationship or you have been left, 
before we can start any of the other steps, we have to actually accept the fact that the relationship is done. This means that going forward, every choice that you make is going to have to be in your best interest. I think it's very normal when we love someone to put their emotions before ours, to not want to see them hurt, to want to spare them from any feelings of unworthiness or desertion or obviously like any anytime you leave a relationship or you love somebody like they're going to be hurting too right and you're going to care about how they feel and that's completely normal but when the relationship is done it's time to put yourself first babe okay we're no longer in a partnership we're no longer caring deeply for that other person's feelings you can care but you have to do it from a distance and you have to do it with boundaries and we're going to talk about what that looks like okay So before we go into number two, we have completely decided it's over. Okay, number two, go no contact. Cut off the line of communication completely. This is the controversial part that a lot of you are not gonna like. This is the part that is so freaking hard to do, but it is such a necessary step, okay? Hear me out. Block their phone number, block them on social media, and stop going to places that you might see them. Guys, when my ex and I broke up, I was running into him all over the place. We lived maybe a mile away from each other, not even that. And we frequented a lot of the same places. So naturally, I ran into him. Every single time that I saw him, it took me back to square one of healing, okay? And I recognized that I needed to remove myself from those situations and those places in order to heal. I also had him on social media during a lot of the off and on period. I never had his number blocked for any of the off and on period. When I decided to leave a year ago, I knew that that was a change I would have to make because the whole out of sight, out of mind thing is actually really freaking true. Okay. Get them out of your sight in every single way possible. Every single internet tie that you have to them, every mutual friend, every mutual activity or place that you frequent, remove yourself. Okay. This is not mean, it is necessary, okay? I remember I really struggled to block my ex's number because I was like, what if there's an emergency? Like, what if he genuinely needs me and calls me and tries to reach me and he can't because my because I have him blocked? I just felt really guilty around doing that. Here's a really simple solution. Tell this person that you will be blocking them. Let them know that contacting you in the event of an emergency or at all, is just not a freaking option. Obviously, gauge this person's temperament, right? Don't tell someone who's going to absolutely freaking explode on you that you're going to do this. In that case, ghost the shit out of them and do not explain yourself, okay? But if it is safe, if it is a safe decision to tell them this, honestly, it lets them know that you're serious, that you're really leaving, that you're really trying to move on. And it lets them know that they cannot contact you, and then you don't have to feel that guilt, right? Obviously, I know that going zero to 100, breaking up with someone and blocking them is not an overnight process. It literally took me three years of off and on shit to finally get to this point. But babe, I don't want to see you do that for yourself, okay? Learn from my mistakes. Take advice from me. Block them. When I finally got my ex out of sight, out of mind, and this is not in a hateful way at all. Like I still to this day care deeply for this person and it saddens me that I will never know how their life ends up, right? Like it's a sad truth that you have to accept. But when you can put this person out of sight, out of mind, 
this is when your healing journey actually starts because you are no longer putting yourself in positions to go back to square one. You are actually putting yourself in a position to move on, okay? If you really, really need to know how this person is, you can check on them through other people, through your mutual connections, through friends that you share. However, you can still be connected to them through other people without seeing them directly, whether it be online or in person. You can do that. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend this because it's keeping the connection to them alive. You're still checking on them. You're still thinking about them. But if you need an interim between seeing them every day and blocking them, that's a good interim thing that you can do, okay? So number one, we've decided we're leaving. Number two, we're cutting off the line of communication completely. And now let's talk about number three, filling the void in a healthy way, okay? The key word here is healthy way, guys, okay? The key phrase is healthy way. So many people will get out of relationships and immediately jump into a brand spake new one, okay? We know this. I know I was a relationship hopper back in the day. I made this mistake. And when you do this, you are literally just replacing the problem. You haven't healed from any of the wounds of your past relationship. You haven't confronted your demons. You haven't healed from your baggage. You are taking everything that was the problem in your last relationship and bring it into a new one. Even if it's obviously it's going to be a new person, but your struggles, the way that you weren't perfect, and let's be honest, there are a lot of ways that you weren't perfect in your relationship, right? You're bringing that into your next one. You're not actually processing everything that happened in the previous one. You're just jumping into something new. There's a lot of other unhealthy ways that people fill the void. Alcohol abuse, drug abuse, going out and partying 24-7, binge eating, binge watching Netflix. Guys, go easy on yourself, okay? It's not easy to fill the void in a healthy way. That's why a lot of people don't do it, okay? So what I'm about to say, I'm not being hard on you. Give yourself grace here. And trust me, I have filled the void in very unhealthy ways for much of my life, okay? So I'm just speaking from experience here. But be aware of this, okay? Notice the patterns in your life that are unhealthy. Notice how you're filling the void in an unhealthy way. Here's my suggestion. Rather than doing this, you are going to want to replace the things that they gave you in your life with someone new or something new. Now, let me explain, okay? If you texted this person every single day, there's gonna be a void there, right? That's why a lot of people will start getting on the dating apps and start talking to new people because they're getting that validation that you know someone's interested in them, that they're sexy, whatever. But that's not a healthy way to go about it. Again, you're just jumping into something new. You can find someone new to text every day that isn't someone, someone that you're interested in romantically. You can text your mom every day. You can text a best friend every day, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a coworker. Anytime that you think about them, shoot a text to someone in your life that supports you who knows what you're going through. My girlfriends and I actually did this when we were in the thick of our breakups. We were all going through breakups at the same time, two or three of us. And when we were thinking of our ex, when we wanted to text our ex, we would text each other instead and be like, hey, I'm thinking about my ex and I'm texting you instead. I'm being responsible. I'm, I'm dealing with this in a healthy way. And we kind of like made it a joke. And having that kind of support was honestly a beautiful thing. And it invited people that I loved into the trenches with me. It helped me to feel not alone. And more importantly, it helped me to stay no contact, okay? So that's a really good thing that you can do. 
there are going to be other things that your ex used to do with you, obviously, in your life. If you were best friends, if you did everything together, if you had your like special little things that you did together, you can also replace those. Guys, know that we are creatures of habit. So this replacing step is really, really key. So try to replace them wherever they left a hole. So if this person brought you flowers every week or once a month or whatever, tell this to people in your life. Maybe they'll start bringing you flowers like platonically. Like maybe your mom will buy you flowers because she knows that it's something that you're missing, something that was sweet, and she wants to fill that void for you. Or go buy yourself flowers, you know? If they used to bring you a coffee, have your best friend bring you a coffee. Ask them to bring you a coffee or go buy yourself a coffee. If you used to always go grocery shopping with your person on Sundays, ask your friend to go grocery shopping with you instead. You can replace whatever cute little thing that you did with your ex with somebody new or something new in a healthy way that isn't jumping into a new love interest, okay? Do you hear what I'm saying? This is a critical step because that void is going to feel so empty. I'm not going to lie to you guys. In a breakup, you are going to have nights where you just cry yourself to sleep and you feel like shit. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like you will. If you've been through a breakup, you know this. It is a deeply painful experience. And detaching from someone like we talked about in the last episode, your body is literally going through withdrawal, okay? When you were with that person, they were giving you oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine. These are crazy freaking chemicals, guys. And without them, you literally feel like you are going to die, like you are going through withdrawal. There are brain scans out there that equate going through a breakup with going through heroin withdrawal. I am not underestimating how deeply painful it is to break up with someone or to be broken up with, okay? Your body is going to go through withdrawal. So get your hits of dopamine and oxytocin in healthy ways, in platonic ways, while you are in your healing journey. So number one, we've decided to leave and we're standing by that decision or we're accepting that we've been broken up with and we're accepting that decision. Number two, we are going completely no contact. Number three, we are filling the void healthy in a healthy way. Number four, we are staying busy, but we are also letting ourselves feel our emotions. Guys, if you can strike the balance of this, this is the best way that you can expedite your healing, okay? Unprocessed emotions delay healing. Go look this shit up. It is scientifically proven. When you don't let yourself feel and actually process the deep pain of a breakup and the separation of you from someone that you are attached to, it is so detrimental to your mental health. If you pretend like you're fine and you plaster a smile on your face and you don't let yourself cry it out, you don't let yourself be sad, you don't let yourself have those nights here and there where you do feel sad and you do isolate, then you are never going to let that stuff pass through your body. You're going to bottle it up. You're going to never actually heal from it. And then this quote unquote healing journey that you go through is never a healing journey. It's just a, I'm going to pretend I'm okay journey. And that's not good for you or the next person that you get into a relationship with because you're just going to bring that shit with you. You know what I'm saying? So actually let yourself feel those emotions. Get really honest with yourself. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself how you're feeling. Be honest with how you're feeling. Acknowledge those feelings as they come up. I'm feeling really fucking sad tonight and I don't want to do anything and I'm, I'm feeling lonely. Be honest with yourself. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that you trust about what you're going through. It is so important to surround yourself 
with your support system during this time, okay? Do not isolate completely during this time. There's going to be moments where, yeah, you want to be alone and you want to isolate, but do not do this completely because that is just going to starve you from the oxytocin and the social interaction that you need to actually help you process and move through this, okay? So do not be alone. Guys, in my single girl era, in this last year, I can't tell you the amount of cool shit that I did and pushed myself to do as I was healing. I remember like sitting down before each month would start. I I have like a paper calendar in my room and I would sit down and literally plan out my entire month. I would reach out to all of my friends. I would see who was free. I would look up fun activities for us to go do, plan little dinner dates with my friends, plan parties at my apartment. I was signing up for workout classes. I was signing up for sand volleyball leagues and soccer leagues and Bible studies and going to church on Sundays. I was filling the shit up out of my calendar so that I could get out of my apartment as much as I possibly could. At the same time, though, I was making sure that I had one or two nights a week that were still free that I could come home to my apartment alone and reset and check in with how I was feeling and process my emotions. That kind of balance is so freaking important. There's so much that you can do in this time single while you're healing. Travel. Guys, in the last year alone, I think I went on like 10 freaking trips around the United States and I saw the coolest freaking cities and I visited a bunch of my friends who live all over the country. I saw amazing cities. I made amazing memories and I got out there. I got out of my apartment. I pushed myself to do new things. And that in of itself was very healing. So travel, get busy on your bucket list, spend time with your family and friends, try a new sport, take up a Pilates class, try yoga, do something that you've never done. Like just push yourself to try something new, to fill your calendar and to stay busy. But do not forget to let yourself freaking feel. That is just so crucial, guys, okay? So one, two, three, four, accept, cut off communication, fill the void, stay busy, let yourself feel. And now number five, set boundaries with dating apps, sex, and seeking validation. Guys, this is such a huge one. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but jumping into something new right away, when it's way too soon is the worst thing that you can do for yourself, okay? I downloaded the apps maybe like two months after my ex and I broke up. Come on, guys, let's be honest. Was I in any position to be on dating apps or to be going on dates two months after a six-year relationship ended? Fuck no. It was such a bad idea. And at the time, it was coming from a place of loneliness and wanting validation and trying to move on and trying to cope, but it wasn't a healthy thing to do for me. I was also wasting people's time because not only was I not ready for a relationship, but I wasn't being honest with them about that fact. Who says, hey, I'm fresh out of a six-year relationship, but yeah, I'm ready for love. You know, like no one's saying that. So I was majorly downplaying to the people that I was meeting where I was at in my life. And that's not cool. Don't waste people's time, okay? Don't deceive people because you're lonely. Don't do things because you want a hit of dopamine, you want to feel validated, you want to feel wanted. Know that that's your biology talking. Do it in a healthy way. Get your oxytocin from your platonic loved ones. Get your dopamine from playing sports and pushing yourself and having new experiences, okay? You can get these chemicals in a healthy way, but that is an active decision that you are going to have to make every single day. It's very, very easy to 
go on the apps and sleep around. Okay. Why do you think so many people do that? They're numbing, they're distracting, they're trying to feel something. And it is incredibly, incredibly damaging to them and the other people that they are getting involved with. I think the whole seeking validation thing also applies to social media. How many of you have posted a thirst trap because you're trying to get somebody's attention that you're no longer with? I'm raising my hand over here. I'm embarrassed to admit it, but yes, I've done it. I think we've all been there. If you've ever been deeply in pain and you just want someone to make you feel loved and wanted because you're not feeling that way at all, there's probably nothing you wouldn't do to feel that way, right? I'm telling you, those little hits of dopamine are not going to sustain you long-term. Question your motivation behind why you're doing what you're doing and set boundaries with those things. I had to set a boundary around sex for myself when I became single because I think a lot of us, we get a little taste of the single freedom. We're like, oh my God, like I can sleep with whoever I want. I can go on dates whenever I want. I can talk to whoever I want and you can go a little crazy. And I'll be the first to admit, and again, this is embarrassing, but you guys know I have to keep it real with you, right? There was a very small period of my life where I did not have boundaries around sex. And that bit me in the butt really quickly. It doesn't feel good to have casual sex. It doesn't feel good to sleep with someone and not have an emotional connection with them. It gets very confusing. You start exchanging those bonding chemicals and it sets you up for failure. Obviously, everybody's going to be different. And I'm not telling you what to do with your life. That's going to be an honest conversation you have to have with yourself. Only you know what's true to you. What can you take part in and what can you do that actually feels genuine to you that is within your integrity that you can walk away from that situation and be like, yeah, I'm proud of the decision that I just made, okay? Completely up to you. Have that conversation with yourself. All right, guys. Number six, we're closing her out here. This is the very last thing that I'm leaving you with. Know when you're ready to get back out there. I had this weird thing for a while where I was like weirdly proud to be single. And I like fronted like I didn't want a relationship. And I was like, oh, I don't need anybody. Like I'm totally happy in my single girl era. Like I don't, I don't want a man. I don't need a man. I'm on my boss girl shit. And if I was being really honest with myself, guys, I've always been a relationship girly. Yeah, I do want love. I think a lot of us do want romantic love. You don't have to front and pretend that you don't need anybody. And honestly, when you do that, that repels the chance of you finding that relationship. What you speak into the universe is what comes back to you, okay? Manifestation is a freaking real thing. Let me tell you that right now. If you're ready to be in a relationship and you've gotten to a place where you feel good with yourself, you feel like you have healed through a lot of the shit that came up in this time alone, if you've confronted your demons, if you feel like you're genuinely ready to show up as a good partner to someone else, not saying a perfect partner, but a good partner, if you genuinely feel like you're in that place, you can admit that and you should admit that and you should tell people that, okay? Why do you think that I'm on this podcast being so honest about where I'm at with my relationships? Because I fronted for a long time and I don't want to front anymore. Am I okay with being single? Yeah, I am. Do I want to be single forever? Absolutely freaking not. Bring on my husband. I'm ready for him. So you're going to have to reach that point and that decision for yourself at some point, babe. Be honest with yourself about what you want. If you've healed enough and you feel good, it's okay to get back out there. But make sure that it is in your best interest and that if you are getting involved with people, you are ready to bring a very healed version of yourself to the relationship. So guys, that's all I got for you today. 
I really hope that this helps you heal through your breakup. I'm not underestimating, again, how difficult and how painful this period of your life is. You're not alone. Everything that you're feeling is valid. Breakups suck. They're hard. It's literally grief. You're literally going through a grief journey when you lose someone, okay? It's so important to let yourself feel your emotions, to actually process through them, and to invite people into the trenches with you as you're experiencing these emotions, okay? Don't try to get through this shit alone, baby. Do not try to get through this shit alone. There are so many people in your life who love you and who will support you through this, but you have to invite them in, okay? You can't expect people to know what you need unless you tell them. So invite those people in. Be 100% sure you're ready to walk away or that you're 100% ready to accept that the relationship is over. Go no contact, I'm telling you. There are so many ways to fill the void in a healthy way and have grace for yourself because you're not going to be perfect at this. There are going to be times when you slip and that's okay. The important thing is that you continue to make progress. We're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to make progress. So fill that void in a healthy way as much as you can. And when you do slip, have grace for yourself. Don't forget to stay busy. Take up some new exciting hobbies. This is your time to shine, baby. This is your time to heal. So really, truly do that, okay? But also let yourself feel those emotions. Set boundaries with dating apps and sex. Remember that you are worthy. You are the freaking prize. Not everybody should get a piece of you, baby. Set your standards so high. Make it someone's deepest desire to pin you down, claim you, to make you theirs. Don't make it easy. And it shouldn't be easy. It should be a process. Getting to know someone should be a process. It should be a delicate dance, right, of getting to know somebody. And it's a beautiful thing. And it shouldn't be rushed. It shouldn't be forced. And it should only happen when you're actually freaking ready for it. Shout out to all the new wrestlers on the squad. I'm so happy you guys are here. I hope that you stick around. You guys can give me a follow at Wrestling With Life Pod on both Instagram and TikTok. If you haven't left me a review on whatever platform you listen on, take a second and do that for me right now. It really helps the podcast come up and search more. You can share this episode with someone else who's going through a tough breakup and needs to hear the honest truth and get some advice about how to work through these things. You guys, I love you. I'm so happy to be on this podcast. I'm so happy that this content is resonating with people. It is so cool to see people making connections online over these things to have conversations about what they're going through to support each other. And that is what I am here for. That's what I started this podcast to do. So it is so rewarding and so amazing to see some of these things happening and coming to fruition. And it wouldn't be happening without you guys. So thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Let's get out there. Let's RKO the shit out of life. Keep wrestling with life. Grab life by the freaking balls and you will get through this. You will heal in time, baby. Don't forget it. Over and out.